and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup for research published between the 7th and the 13th of June 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There have been seven new research studies on ME-CFS and 13 studies on long COVID this week. We have seen a large range of studies published although the majority of studies this week are review articles and not biological studies. We have highlighted two of the studies. After commenting in last week's roundup that it's been a while since we've seen a study looking at the two overlapping conditions, ME-CFS and fibromyalgia. This week we have got two studies, which are paper two and paper six. Paper two goes into the overlap of these two conditions in further detail, with a systematic review and meta-analysis looking at the clinical overlap. Unsurprisingly, the study found a predominant clinical overlap. However, the study is hugely limited by the fact that these two conditions are not well-defined, i.e. we do not know the biology or etiology of either condition, as well as there being a large variety in diagnostic criteria. Finding the answers to explain the clinical overlap between ME-CFS and fibromyalgia is important, but at the moment we do not have the tools to really know what these conditions are. Paper 5 is on the molecular mechanisms for neuroinflammation in ME-CFS and long COVID. Again, this is a hypothesis and theory study. The authors pull together findings from their previous research and propose that Following the initial stressor event, the subsequent systematic pathology moves to the brain via neurovascular pathways or through a dysfunctional blood-brain barrier, resulting in chronic inflammation and leading to a sustained illness with chronic relapse recovery cycles. This theory is explained well in the use of figures in their research paper showing the proposed pathway of disease. I think that the proposed theory in this paper is quite sound, as we know that ME-CFS is often triggered by a viral infection. However, the authors suggest that neuroinflammation, chronic immune activation and dysregulation is well defined in ME-CFS. Again, we need more biological studies to fully prove this. Furthermore, this study is also limited by some of the terms used by the authors which question their grasp on ME-CFS, such as acute and chronic phases of ME, relapse and recovery cycle, and recovery periods. The research is very theory heavy to read, but if you're interested in understanding the theories further, there is a talk available online. You may also be interested in reading paper 4, which is a preprint paper on the microclot study, which has had a lot of social media interest. We are waiting to get an expert opinion on this study before we provide any further comment. In the long COVID reference section, you may also be interested in reading paper 10 on muscle changes in long COVID, and Dr. Charles Shepherd has provided a comment on this. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.